0: at butcherbox.com/morningcup and use code morningcup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Hey guys, I have a podcast that I think you'll really enjoy. Proof, the investigative true crime podcast co-hosted by Susan Simpson of Undisclosed and Jacinda Davis of Evil Lives here, is releasing its highly anticipated second season where they investigate the murder of 18-year-old Renee Ramos. Won't want to miss this riveting new season. Follow the case as Susan and Jacinda uncover long overlooked evidence about what really happened to Renee by listening to Proof, Murder at the Warehouse, wherever you get your podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. With the holidays coming up and the end of the year approaching, things are getting a bit busy and a bit stressful. So why not take a few major things off your plate, like meal planning and grocery shopping? HelloFresh cuts out the stress of planning out your menu and delivers easy-to-follow and delicious recipes right to your door, which means you can enjoy cooking and get dinner in about 30 minutes or less. HelloFresh offers over 23 recipes each week, featuring a range of flavors, cuisines, and ingredients for you to choose from. Choose from low-calorie, carb-smart, vegetarian, or pescatarian menus, or family-friendly like we did, and get every single recipe packed with fresh produce sourced directly from farmers that is all pre-portioned for your convenience. That way you can cut down on grocery bills and food waste. My husband cooked up the chicken over garlic parmesan spaghetti this week, and it was so good that not only did I go back for seconds, but so did our son, which if you know kids is pretty high praise. HelloFresh now owns Green Chef, which you guys know I've talked about and raved about before. My new favorite thing is to switch between the two and make a perfectly curated menu that my family loves. Now you can get a discount from both. Go to HelloFresh.com MorningCup10 and use the code MorningCup10 for 10 free meals, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com MorningCup10. There were two more murders, 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cup of murder. There are some cases that start off a ripple effect that no one can anticipate. On March 2nd, 2008, a young boy lost his life. And though his death was tragic, it created a ripple that would bring up the issue of immigration and make its way into the 2016 presidential campaign. So if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Jamil Jazz Andrew Shaw II was your typical teenage boy living in Los Angeles, He had a good group of friends, played every sport, was skilled at the piano, and was considering a career in the NFL after he finished playing ball in college. In fact, on March 2, 2008, a day that would change some lives forever, the junior in high school was participating in a weekend football training program, reserved for the top players to prepare them to play college football while scouts from schools watched them play. After he finished playing for the day, the 17-year-old football player walked from the bus stop in Arlington Heights on his way home when he noticed his dad's name on his caller ID. He answered, saying he was only three blocks from home when, out of nowhere, two men came up in a white car, jumped out, and demanded to know what gang Jamil belonged in. When he took a beat to answer, the man impatiently shot him in the stomach, sending Jamil to the ground. The young boy, who had no gang affiliation, covered his head to protect himself when the unidentified shooters aimed at his hands and shot through them, the bullet traveling all the way to his face. His father, who had only just been on the phone with him, heard the gunshots and ran outside to see his son crumble to the ground. He stayed there with his boy until medical professionals arrived. Unfortunately, Jamil Shaw died a little over an hour after he was shot. The call to notify Jamil's mother of her son's murder had to be made while she was serving her second tour in Iraq. Within an hour of his murder, an arrest was made. Pedro Espinoza, a member of the 18th Street Gang, was found at a park by Culver City by an officer who was unaware of the shooting. The park was closed, so he took down his license plate and asked him to leave. When he shared that number, The LAPD matched it to the car that was seen speeding away from the scene, and Pedro was arrested. Now, the case against Pedro Espinoza was an open and shut one. He killed the young stranger with no motive and was caught shortly after in the same car. Not to mention his previous arrest record, which showed a gun charge as well as an assault against an officer. So it was never a question of if Pedro deserved to be convicted of first-degree murder, which is exactly what happened on May 9th, 2012, followed closely by the death penalty. But the reason this case was so heavily discussed it became part of a presidential campaign was because Pedro was an illegal immigrant. Not only that, but he was an illegal immigrant with a previous prison term one which he was paroled from just the day before Jamil's murder. This case became fuel to the fiery debate over Los Angeles' status as a sanctuary city and the special order that said officials were not allowed to question a resident's immigration status, an order that was originally created to help locals reporting crime without fear of deportation. According to those who are against immigration, Jamil's case was a prime example of what could happen to Americans when people from other countries enter the United States. According to those who are against immigration, Jamil's case was a prime example of what could happen to Americans when people from other countries enter the United States. In 2009, Jamil's family filed a wrongful death lawsuit against Los Angeles County, its sheriff, and the Immigration and Nationality Act for negligence. The case was ultimately dismissed, but the family wasn't done taking a stand. They backed Jamil's Law, which was created to rescind Special Order 40 and supported any official who was willing to aid in their case, including Donald Trump when he began his presidential campaign in 2016. The family was even seen in some of his televised advertisements and spoke at several of his rallies. The immigration debate is one I don't see ending anytime soon, with both sides unyielding in their beliefs. But I will say, through my research, I was unable to find impartial data that confirmed or denied a rise in violent crime in any given area, regardless of their population of immigrants. What I did find was an overwhelming amount of data showing the contributions made to this country by members of all cultures. Immigration, regardless of the channel, has always been a cornerstone of this country, going back far beyond its founding. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on March 3rd. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon, or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.